Big Tech. Are you of an age where you can remember Sing Star? It was the much-loved karaoke video game of the early 2000s when perhaps on a rainy Friday night, you and your best girlfriends or boyfriends uh, might decide to stay home and let loose in front of the TV, belting out unforgettable renditions of ABBA or Britney Spears or any of the big smash hits. Well, the days of SingStar are over with Sony shuttering the game's developer, the London studio, part of 900 job uh, losses from the Japanese firm's gaming division, PlayStation. In total, experts uh, estimate 7,800 800 jobs have been shared across the global gaming industry so far this year, following on from around 10,500 jobs cut last year. I'm joined now by Lisi Kane, the lead uh, producer for video game publisher and developer Kepler Interactive. Good to have you, Lisi. So we know it's not just Sony. We've also seen Microsoft lay off about 8% of its gaming division. That's about almost 2,000 jobs. And just today, Electronic Arts... Um, announced plans to sack 5% of its workforce. So what exactly has led to these widespread job losses? Oh, it's, um, you know, we, we saw it in the tech sector a few years ago as well, and it's slightly different to that because that was a like a slight overinvestment in different areas. We, you know, during during the pandemic, I think a lot of people were playing video games at home and it was really, really exciting times. And there were a lot of acquisitions and investments that were made by some of these really big corporations, especially with Microsoft acquiring um, a bunch of different studios. The Activision merger was about $69 billion. And with all of those, you know, mergers and acquisitions happening, it's natural when things are becoming tough with the finances this year and last year struggling and also those acquisitions maybe not paying off the thing they need to do is cut costs. And that's what they're doing right now is going through and cutting costs through employees, unfortunately, and making sure that their shareholders are often quite, you know, happy. On the other end, there are smaller studios that are also having to do layoffs as well. And that's almost like a knock-on effect because of these bigger players having cash, not as much cash to go around as well. There's a flow-on effect. And we haven't really seen that in a while, seeing both the top end and the low end also struggling at this point in time. I'm not a gamer personally, but but I do understand how people can appreciate video games as an art form, as a community. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you see it as an art form? I mean, and what do these cuts mean for developers and creatives who want to take risks in their art? I mean, I'm trying to give an you know, a bit of a, a comparison to if the film industry lost that many mm. staff or the publishing mm. industry lost, you know, 10% of its workforce, what implications it would have on those creative industries? Yeah, definitely. So it is, games are the intersection of technology and creativity. I'm sure you've played games that are, you know, there's the, the shooters, there are the games you sit down and, you know, do that type of thing, but there are the games that have other creative elements and they require people to make them. People can make the tech side of things, but without the creative elements to it, that's where the game actually comes into it and the story. With the actual, what you're talking about, that collaboration, there's a lot of research that shows most studios need to actually make or ship three projects before they can actually be an effective creative team. That doesn't happen overnight. Like the, you were saying with the film industry, we're not just writing the scripts and, you know, casting the actors. We're also building the cameras at the same time. And that stuff takes practice and it takes time to actually get to a point, you know, looking at companies like Nintendo that they've notoriously actually taken a lot of steps to make sure they retain their staff for decades because they've got all that knowledge around the projects, the law, the, you know, the background, so they can keep improving and improving and making things better. 
the ramifications that will happen from losing a lot of these people is, you know, not just the people that have left, but also the industry. Like everyone's everyone's very anxious and nervous about their jobs because it's every day that it feels like that it's getting closer and closer to you. And that also makes it hard for those people left behind to stay and be creative and be, you know, thinking outside the box day to day. So do you feel like the Australian government has understood the comparison with the other creative industries between video games and other creative uh, industries? I mean, commercially and in terms of employment. And and if they have, why uh, are they not helping with investments for retention or tax breaks to kind of encourage this industry to, to grow more more firmer roots in this country? Well, I would say, luckily, it, it hasn't left us completely bulletproof. We've actually had some um, redundancies and layoffs here, but we actually have... Australia is very unique because our government actually has done that recently. So we've recently had the digital games tax offset that's been introduced to Australia. And we actually also have a lot of amazing screen agencies that have embraced games within a traditional, for example, Vic Screen have adopted not just film and TV, but adopted games into that mix like a very long time ago. And that's actually helped us be a bit more resilient in Australia because we've got finances and funding that is available for new creative teams and for creative risks. Obviously, it doesn't solve everything. It doesn't, that doesn't pay for every single employee in Australia and doesn't de-risk us. Because we have the issue of being so far away from the majority of the industry in America and the UK, that tyranny of distance does make it difficult for people here to get funding from overseas markets. And that's the stuff that the government is starting to help with and look at. But it is it is it is tough to understand where that that barrier lies. But I would say compared to some other countries, we actually are better off overall. Fascinating to get an insight uh, into the gaming industry. Uh, Lisey Kane is the lead producer for video game publisher and developer Kepler Interactive. Good to talk to you. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Stream any ABC radio station live and on the go. Discover new podcasts, music and audiobooks, all free on the ABC Listen app.